Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here alone for a solo interview episode. We got Joey Devine from the Round Ball Rock podcast on. We're going to talk all about uh, the All-Star Reserve, sort of uh, sad Rudy Gobert, the Porzingis trade, more and more stuff about that. Also, we didn't get to it, but uh, LeBron James tweeting during the Super Bowl, kind of like begging for a trade or for his coach to get fired. Very good stuff. Uh, if you want to support our show, you can do that at patreon.com slash fastbreak breakfast you get access to exclusive bonus content that way a new month of our picking against the spread for nba games the pickle pick'em challenge is underway so if you join today you won't miss a single moment of february's pick'em you'll have a good chance to win the monthly prize uh you can join for the low low price of just a dollar uh and you get access to some of the bonus content i'll follow you back on twitter if i don't yet already also if you listen to the show we kind of feel like you owe us a buck uh, so maybe just uh, you want to help us out, support us there. Also, if you're shopping for tickets, SeatGeek.com is the place to do it. They collate all the other ticket sites. They show you the best deal available. And if you use our code FASTBREAKBREAK, you get $20 off your first purchase. That's the same as the Twitter handle, FASTBREAKBREAK. You use it as a promo code at checkout. You get $20 off any ticket purchase, whether it's for comedy or NBA or hockey or music, whatever you do. Uh, if you're shopping for tickets, you're using the secondary markets, go to SeatGeek.com, use our code FASTBREAKBREAK. All right, now let's talk basketball with the very funny Joey Devine. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
My guest today is a comedian and the permanent temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, Joey Devine. Joey, good morning. How are you? I'm good, Keith. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited for no more NFL, baby. <laughs> Holy. I, uh, is the, the Pro Bowl's over? They used to do that after the Super Bowl, but I guess they do that before the Super Bowl now, huh? Does the Pro Bowl count as football anyway, though? You I've know what never I mean? seen a Pro Bowl. I feel like I have a memory of Warren Moon throwing a touchdown wearing a red jersey. I think that's from the Pro Bowl of like my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, like, I don't... That, but that also might be from the USFL, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I, <clears throat> I was alive during the USFL. I don't think I ever saw uh, any actual live game. I mean, I loved the NFL up until like five years ago, and I just kind of stopped following. Did did you watch? Uh, did you watch the big game yesterday? The, the uh... no, I no, I, I was say, I was saying the Bickerstaff uh, Fizdale Knicks Grizzly Showdown. Oh, you that, watched that was that? the big game. Are I don't you know if... Nate Duncan on election night? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That's my team, Joe. No, I'm I'm getting as much mileage as I can about the. Uh, did you watch the big game? Oh no, no, I'm talking Knicks Grizzlies. Uh, no, no. Did you did you watch the Super Bowl? No, I actually delivered food all day yesterday. Oh, like yeah. meals on meals on wheels out of the goodness of your heart? No, uh, <laughs> as in uh, driving for an app for slave wages. Um, oh, I've I've done that. I, well, I've done the Uber. I've done the I've done the driving. You know, for slave wages for Uber. But it was more of a hobby, so I I, I didn't feel as uh, distraught by the whole enterprise. Yeah, I drive for a couple of the different apps. <laughs> um, if anyone wants to know which app to drive for for delivering food that's better, uh, it's Grubhub. Grubhub. It's Grubhub do, do you have a Joe, Grubhub you, over do, Postmates? Do you have a referral code? Can we get some signups for you? Oh, probably. I don't. Uh, sure. <laughs> you know what? If you're listening to this and you want a referral code for either Postmates or Grubhub, uh. Send, shoot me a DM on Twitter at <laughs> Joey Devine. <laughs> yeah, I, I really honestly should, because the reason I, I did Uber for like a month as a sort of hobby, but I did it just for the, the sign-up bonus, where a sure. buddy was like, hey, if you do this, we'll both get $500. And I was like, I have a free month, I will do this. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I but also I, I wish I, I, I actually should be promoting like uh, sign up new drivers. It's kind of fun. I just wouldn't make it your, uh, your full-time gig because no, it's very uh, scary and there's no way out of it. Uh, I think I had an Uber driver in Vegas over the summer at Summer League who was explaining to me that now Uber will, you can lease your car from Uber and yeah. I was like, you should not be doing that. No, it's like it's really like working for like a mining company now. <laughs> right, right. You, you you pay for your food on script. Like it's like you you should not do that. Um, oh, these eggs only cost seven rides. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now the Super Bowl. I watched it. I, I have an annual Super Bowl party. Uh, lots of children. Now that uh, I guess my my friend, my peer group has uh, reproduced a lot of them. So we're watching the game. Uh, defensive battle, as they say. Uh, very very low scoring. Uh, Julian Edelman, who uh, yeah. receiver for the Patriots. I know you know football, but I don't know if all of our listeners do. I actually postmated to Julian Edelman one time. D did you postmate him PEDs? No, it was uh, 
some it was like a fancy Italian restaurant. But here, let me tell you something about Julian Edelman's Postmates order. Uh-huh. Uh he in the <laughs> in the like driver um note section, he writes tip you if fast. <laughs> Which look if anyone should know that uh, speed is overvalued, it's a white wide receiver, <laughs> if you ask me. That's a Super Bowl MVP you're talking to. He called me chief, I'm going to say 15 times in 17 seconds. How do you, what's your take on chief as far as a, hate a, a casual, you, you hate chief? I go a back chief, and forth on chief. worse than boss. See, I go back and forth on both of them. Buddy is probably worse than all three, but uh, Chief is. If if you look like Julian Edelman and you're and you're talking to like a driver making less than minimum wage and you're calling him Chief, it's a it's a sarcastic thing. You know yeah, what I mean? That's that's true. Where does bro fall? Is bro its own category? It depends. Because bro's bro the worst. Is a tone issue, I think. Yeah, that's true. Because like you can be calling someone bro is like, and it's funny, you know? Yeah. yeah I kind of like, I feel like if you reuse one of those things and he, and honestly, Edelman could have been high out of his mind on his, uh, whatever his, his human growth hormone. But I feel like if you're, uh, just talking casually to someone and you reuse any of those things, like multiple times in a short window, that's when it gets annoying. If you call yes. me chief one time, we're cool. I think that's kind of fun. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Call me boss one time. All right. I like it. Okay. <laughs> kind of makes me feel good. Uh, anyway, so in in this uh, in this Demons of Battle, after the Demons of Battle, uh, Calais Campbell, who's a Demons of End in the NFL, he mm-hmm. t- he tweeted, uh, "The offense only scores thirteen points, and they give the MVP to Julian Edelman, but the defense only gave up three points, and uh, Stephon Gilmore had a forced fumble, an interception, three pass breakups, and five tackles. SMH, no respect for the masterpiece on defense. And actually, that wasn't Calais Campbell; that was Rudy Gobert." <laughs> Rudy Gobert just can't get over how no one respects defense anymore. <laughs> I got you, Joey. Wow, you, that's, that's, you really did. That's, um, that's, it's very early for you. you. I know you've woken up very early in, in LA uh, to take this call. Well, I was not prepared for the Shalomon esque twist ending <laughs> of that uh, factoid. Um, yeah, Rudy Gobert, man. <sighs> <laughs> First off, I know a lot of people were talking about how you shouldn't make fun of him because of like of him crying because of like mental health issues and like toxic masculinity. And normally I would agree because I believe all that stuff exists except for literally the funniest reason to cry for someone to cry is when they didn't is when they're crying when they didn't win an award. Like if that was <laughs> Anne Hathaway, I would also be laughing. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know the exact scenarios. A person can cry for any number of reasons. Yes. I, I'm not. I, and I, and I'm, I'm not I trying to take all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Julian Edelman uh, tips me. 20%. I cry. Yeah, you cry a little bit. No, I, well, I was thinking, so the most out of context, embarrassing thing, like you could have seen me cry at, mm-hmm. uh, I played on a, a Frisbee team 
like mm-hmm. a, a ultimate frisbee team for people over the age of 33. <laughs> it, it, was, it was called Masters. So I was on a Masters frisbee team. Uh, that we, we, we 33 we, do what why 33 i don't know i honestly don't know uh i don't know if they had you know a bunch of accountants figuring out that was like the breakpoint age where you could get more people to to repay their association and club fees is it the, because that's when jesus died <laughs> it, it could be it could be <laughs> that's when the athleticism really drops off they decided but anyway so i, I like I felt like I put in a lot of effort to be on this team. Like I moved around, like, you know, you're not getting paid. It's all for fun. Mm. Quote unquote. Like I I'd been battling injury. I'd actually gone to a doctor to get like a, uh, what do you, Oh, I forgot the, the shot in my foot. Just so like cortisone. Yeah. I got a cortisone shot. Like, what are so, you doing, so Keith? <laughs> man, I was just trying to get on the field. And then like, uh, I wasn't being put in the game over, over a couple people who were worse than me. And mm-hmm. like I was and like we lost in the semifinals and it wasn't the semifinals. It was the fact that I didn't get in the game and I felt like I'd, I'd really spent a lot of money and gotten a lot of effort to be there. <laughs> uh, if Twitter had seen me crying and then Isaiah Thomas had like crying emoji laughed at me, I would have felt bad. He would have been right. But I was mm-hmm. like, like I was literally upset and emotional and probably tired or whatever it was mm-hmm. in that moment. You cry moment of weakness. So that's why I don't love uh, – that's where it feels a little bit like toxic masculinity with the NBA guys just, you know, kind of – he's talking to his mom, right? He was talking to his mom and he cried. I mean he was talking about his mom. Okay. When he still. cried. I, it's – look, also a seven-foot person crying is also just kind of funny. Oh, but, see, now, now you're bullying on him, Joey. Yeah, um, <laughs> the other thing is like – it doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't matter. Like he's made two all NBA teams. Well, so like, that is, but that's an argument for him. I mean, but it, no one wants to see anyone play defense in an all star game. That that is also a fair argument. And it's a game that doesn't matter. <laughs> it did. It did literally cost him a million dollars. Which I, that ma- I understand. Maybe he already well, and spent. I found that out later. I would definitely cry if I didn't but get it, a million dollars. It is weird. He's an All NBA center. He's a defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is weird that he still never made an All Star game. That part's weird. And and you do have this weird like validation with NBA players. You know that when you're talking about a guy's career, you talk about him as an All Star. And so it is it is kind of strange that Rudy Gobert is not an all-star. It's a very it was a bizarre vote from the coaches. I mean, I, I argued on our last show, I understand him not being on there because again, I favor excitement, popularity is like one factor I consider personally in my fictional all-star vote. Like and he doesn't have the excitement or the mm-hmm. like the national like appeal. But also Lamarcus Aldridge, that's lame. Obviously, I think we're talking about replacing Lamarcus Aldridge with Rudy Gobert, and uh, and like that's fair. Like, why does the, why do the coaches always put Lamarcus Aldridge on there? Uh, it's he's, just, he's tall, Joe Johnson, dude. You got to have him on. <laughs> he he really is. So, uh, you know, the, the All Star reserves were announced, and I feel like that was the main big weird one. Uh, was just I guess Clay Thompson getting in. I thought Clay getting in and Lamarcus getting in was weird uh, over Gobert, and I thought Doncic. But also, so then the Jazz, and I guess this is part of the Jazz, you know, just maybe having their guys this back. This me insane. The Jazz decided they're going to present uh, Adam Silver with 
an all-star reserve selection committee idea that uh-huh. would consist of former <laughs> NBA players, coaches, scouts, analysts, would use regular and advanced stats. I mean, this... No, you're dropping the most important, the jazziest part. Oh, the of player's that character. Yeah, yeah. It would, yeah, it would use advanced stats and also take into account player's character. Yeah, that is embarrassing. <laughs> which, which <laughs> mean, which is them basically saying Draymond Green will never be an all star ever again. <laughs> Draymond didn't even make it. We don't have to, we don't, nothing to worry about. I, you know, I've also I've also heard that Jazz are going to uh, propose another committee. It's going to uh, it's going to re-examine previous season's Rookie of the Year awards, focusing <laughs> focusing on technicalities. So I think that the Jazz are also pitching that one. I uh, are they going to figure out a way to say Luka Doncic isn't a rookie because he played professionally in All Star? Uh, uh, yes, in Europe last year. <laughs> yes, a- absolutely. Uh, no, honestly, this is this is more embarrassing. This Jazz response i think is more embarrassing than the rookie of the year arguments from them last yeah, year i don't know very- if that was team i was team donovan mitchell until he wore that rookie definition sweatshirt and i'm like oh no no, i'm out i can't i can't support that that's 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 I, that, that looks sad it's it's still sad when i think about it like <laughs> it's just a very like uh like my mom will sue you response in both accounts, you know what I mean? <laughs> when that kid will talk about when a kid is getting like picked on or whatever, and he says like he talks about how his parents will sue their parents or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were there any other All Star reserves? Did you have any other comments on, on the All Star reserve teams, or did, did you feel good about it? Were you out, were really. you outraged by Luka Doncic? I'm still honestly outraged by Luka Doncic. I felt like he's a star. He's the best player on the Mavs. They would be, they'd be like a lottery team without him, and he's averaging like twenty-eight and eight. It seems like he should be an all-star, but I guess I mean, the coaches I disagree. He should be an all-star. I personally think that this sucks. Now, like, look, if the fans want to see like Luka Doncic and Derrick Rose, they should see it. It's a, it's a game that doesn't matter. It should be one hundred percent fan vote again. I don't care if it's representative of the season, I think joke all-star votes are hilarious and good. Like who cares? Um, Is this, uh, is this like the writers, the coaches, the players, they all have a chance to like recognize people on the awards that matter later. I would, I would actually be fine with going back to a fan vote. If I understood how to vote for the all-stars, because I did not this year. I, I, I was, suppo- I was supposed always- to, if I Google a guy's name, is that a vote? Like, did I accidentally vote for Andrew Harrison for all-star 10 times in, in the last like two weeks? I got, I didn't, I didn't know how to vote. I, I, I feel like if they went back to uh like you could, you know, like you could submit one online, mm-hmm. like, like with your, with your NBA.com login or something, Mm-hmm. Or if they went back to the in arena, like the paper ballots, I don't know if this mm. is a, if this is a conservative notion that it has to be a paper ballot to count or something. Uh, maybe maybe Twitter votes can you know, count for three fifths of a vote, something like that. Maybe uh, maybe you could like Snapchat emojis or <laughs> that too. So like if the fan vote could be more than just like when the fan vote became 
Like last year, if you tweet NBA vote or retweet NBA mm-hmm. vote, okay, guys, this is now one. It's ridiculous, and it and it it causes the imbalance to the big market teams to be even more pronounced. But also, it's promoting shitty tweets, which I'm <laughs> always right. against. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I did love. I did love the gamesmanship of the Twitter vote last year, which mm-hmm. they got rid of, where you could replace like an I with a one, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't count. Uh, or, 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 or like you, you could write, you could write, Lonzo Ball is totally better than Mike Conley. But in Lonzo Ball, one of those L's, you put a one, and mm-hmm. then you put NBA vote, and then you get those Lakers fans to retweet it, and that's a vote for Mike Conley. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did like that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Like I thought, the, I thought the fan vote was kind of wrong, but now I feel like they've gotten too boring. It's gone too boring, and I definitely don't need a boring committee of analysts and writers and character, uh, whatever. How do you how do you even get on the the character committee? Is that a Jim Boylan led thing? I think Jim Boylan announced is yeah, it's <laughs> Jim Boylan's in charge. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, though, I'm pro putting Jim Boylan in charge of everything in the NBA. I just want to see how weird it would get. <laughs> so another weird thing with the All-Star team and making it even, I don't know, not as important or kind of breaking up the the historical context is Adam Silver by executive order, mm-hmm. <laughs> naming Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade to the all-star teams. Which how- fucking rules, by the <laughs> way. How drunk with power is Adam Silver? Here's my question about it. How weirdly left out does Vince Carter feel? Well, can they at least put him in the, in the, the dunk <laughs> contest for one dunk? Uh, that's... Like, yeah, he should get one dunk and then they just all give him tens and call him forever dunk champion. What, what they should do is they should secretly have, I don't know if they can raise or lower a goal without anyone knowing, but they should let <laughs> Vince dunk on like a nine foot, eight inch goal. I mean, he can dunk on a 10 foot. He can, seen it. he can dunk great, but he cannot win a dunk contest anymore. No, that's what I'm saying. But it's not, not. Maybe, maybe if they lowered lowered the goal four inches, six inches, or something, maybe he still could. You know, the illusion will still be there, and I, th- I think that'd be great. But also, I mean, Dirk and Dwayne Wade, Vince Carter is not in the same category. Sure, but he still <laughs> is a Hall of Famer. But he's a, he's <laughs> like, a, he's a Hall of Famer by longevity. Where where I think Dirk and Dwayne Wade could have retired ten years ago and would have been Hall of Famers. Yeah, sure. And, and Vince Vince Carter is like a, is like a feel good Hall of Famer of oh he had a re- he had a really big peak for you know five years I don't remember what his, what his, the Vince Carter peak run was but I feel like there's a lot of this positive feeling towards him based over over his last ten years of I'm just going to embrace being a role player guys. Yeah. Building rooms for uh, what's his face, uh, yeah, Deontay Davis, <laughs> the beautiful uh, Deontay Davis. Uh, let's let's move He's on to make the... him put lotion on his skin. All right, uh, keep right. going. Put the lotion in the basket. Kristaps uh, Porzingis got traded in a shocking mm-hmm. move. I haven't actually. I haven't heard the round ball rock reaction yet. We haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. Well, so uh, we'll so spill the beans. <laughs> what is? What was your reaction, Joey Devine, to the Knicks giving up on the face of their franchise, their future hope? They've abandoned. Uh, it, their, they've abandoned it their child. It's totally insane to me. <laughs> like. 
I and I understand all these Knicks or Knicks fans are like going like full process about this where they're now they're like, yeah, we got off Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee and got these picks back. But it's like you could have gotten off those contracts without trading your franchise player. And also like this summer, like he's a restricted free agent. It seems totally insane to me. Like, I would rather have a healthy Kristaps Porzingis than probably who that second guy they're going to end up with is. Now, if they know they're getting Durant and Kyrie, then it's like a different story. But I don't know. It seems like a lot of time. Which uh, which two max contracts are the Knicks giving out next year? What's, what's, your, what's your guess right now? If I had to guess... Yeah. Um it would be like Kyrie Irving and um Boogie Cousins. So th- that would be a, that would be a win. You'd call that a that's win, a, wouldn't that's you? That's a win for sure. Yeah. Um but maybe not. You know what I mean? Like maybe but that's like at the the best case scenario. You know what I mean? I have I, I have them I have them down for a a Chris Middleton DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. And that team was going to be not good. Wouldn't you rather have Porzingis and Cousins? Well, yeah. <laughs> of course. I, I, I'm so confused by it. I, I, I hesitate to go too strong either way because of being wrong on every big trade for the last five years. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the, the Paul George trade, the, the, the Boogie Cousins trade, which was a home run win for the Kings. Uh, the buddy's pretty good now. No, that's what I'm saying. It was a home run win for the Kings. <laughs> oh, for the Kings. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, Anthony Davis would, would literally kill a person to have buddy healed on his team right now. <laughs> buddy healed is amazing. Uh, and then like both Jimmy Butler trades, I thought were kind of not great. And then turns out they were, they were both excellent for the team getting mm-hmm. rid of, of Jimmy Butler. But I mean, Dennis Smith jr. Is probably not good. I mean, there's no, yeah. like, I we mean, don't think he's good. Well. He might be good. I With point guards, though, teams give up on young point guards way too early. Like, look, Moutier, we thought, was not good, right? Oh, but they, they traded, they traded out, Perzingis for a hopeful Moutier. No, but I just mean, <laughs> and Dennis Smith Jr. has been way better than Moutier was his first two years. Yeah. And, like, Moutier's turned out to be, like, you know, uh, okay, good. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's good. like, he's not, he's not, yes, he's not good. But like, you know, I, if you had asked me if I thought Moody was going to be in the league two years ago, I would have said no. And now I think he's going to be like a rotation point guard for, you, you nailed it. Rotation point guard. Yeah. In um, my mind, they traded Porzingis for a completely replaceable point guard. Like but you, it's you not can, about you, you can, that. You, oh, it's about the cap space too. Yeah, it's one hundred percent the cap space. This was a straight up salary dump. But you could have had the you could have had the cap insane. space. No, it's insane. You could have had the cap space and the salary. What team dump. gives I mean, up their franchise player for cap space? <laughs> <laughs> I like the theory that James Dolan saw Dennis Smith Jr. have a triple double in his last <laughs> game on the Mavericks. And was like, you know, screw it. We're doing it right now. Just give me that guy. That guy, that guy, that guy's good. I mean, I think the Mavericks got better 
this, 100%. this season. Yes. Like this season. Like, cause here's the thing about Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, he's not very fun to watch. No. And that's a stretch. Like he's, he's not, I don't like watching Tim Hardaway Jr. play basketball. Uh, and he's overpaid. Uh, but he is an NBA player, like a pretty good one, especially if he's like your fourth option. Yeah, like he, he's never he's, played. He's never he's played guarding. with a point guard. He's played he's with. He's played with Harrison your, Barnes. I'll say he's he's played with your boy Moutier, but beyond <laughs> that, he's never played with a point guard. I mean, but I yeah, think he's he's gonna thrive, not thrive, but he, he's gonna have some great looks playing with Luka Doncic. Harrison Barnes and Tim Hardaway Jr. are good NBA players if they're your third and fourth options. Yeah. And guess what? They're now the Mavs' third and fourth options. I mean, I don't. I ha, I haven't seen Courtney Lee play more than sixty seconds this season, but he's a totally fine veteran, just filling the gaps. You know, yeah. like play a few minutes, knock down some open shots. Like that's a, that's a fine player. Yeah, he can continue being slightly worse, Danny Green. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of an insult to Danny Green. I think Courtney Lee's best best day is long behind him, but still, I mean, DeAndre Jordan, they're not going to miss him. Max, no. Max, Maxi Kleber's ready. Maxi Kleber is dope, dude. I love <laughs> Maxi Kleber. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel bad for Porzingis. Obviously, they think they're getting Kevin Durant next season is like the hope, but that's just optimistic. I feel like that's all Knicks people being optimistic that there is a long term like moves in place that make this Porzingis trade make sense. The thing is, like, when have the Knicks ever? played like three-dimensional chess <laughs> never <laughs> never so why is everyone assuming that's what they're doing now this to me it just feels like the amari stoudemire yeah, summer yeah. all over again when when they sign boogie cousins that will be their new amari stoudemire and by the way boogie rules so that would also be a win like <laughs> look i'm a warriors fan and i have enjoyed the shit out of uh the boogie cousins experience this I, year i haven't even seen it you got to catch me up i have been legitimately nba depressed because of the memphis grizzlies because of the unbelievable horrible coaching things that are done on a nightly basis for two months now where like <laughs> i literally like i can't watch nba i watch the grizzlies game and i'm like too mad to watch i i just i go upstairs to bed and i watch netflix on my ipad like I don't, I haven't even seen a Warriors game in, in a while. So the bo the boogie integration is going great so far, right? It's so fun. Like remember how uh, two months ago it looked like the Warriors all hated each other and were falling apart, right? Uh, yeah. Now that it's not like that at all anymore. So uh, boogie cousins so, so, came back. So boogie is the glue. Yeah, that, he that, only that plays like. 24 minutes max he's fouled out in like four of the games <laughs> well it was like two but he's been in foul trouble a lot of them uh but he's like he passes a lot it's he's just really fun is it this rules, is man. this the dream for uh for coach uh, for david thorpe who was always like demarcus cousins needs to lose 80 pounds <laughs> what's well, like what well, if he plays no, he's still, if, if he he's plays still but if he plays pretty heavy but i'm saying but if he plays 24 minutes maybe he doesn't need to well, he gets winded pretty fast <laughs> based on how fast they play. But it doesn't matter because, like, he sucks up so much of the middle. Like, Clay Thompson has had, like, more dunks in the last, like, two weeks than he had all of last season. 
<laughs> just because the op- the middle is just wide open now. It's rules. It's so tight. Well, so as a Warriors fan and one mm-hmm. you you know you're you're an Anthony Randolph Ekpe Udo level Warriors fan, mm-hmm. uh, a we believe Warriors <laughs> fan. Ekpe Udo Anthony Randolph is really like uh, the angel and the devil on your shoulder as a Warriors <laughs> fan. So. With the with you know with down the rumors of the Knicks having space for Durant and this this Porzingis trade and with uh you know Durant's agent handler uh what's his name Rich Rich uh, Klein Rich Klein Kleiman saying uh he's uh going to run the Knicks one day mm-hmm. uh it seems like maybe it is set up for uh, Durant to leave the Warriors and that's I feel like that's something that every NBA fan kind of wants in NBA media and maybe Warriors fans, maybe actual Warriors want this. <laughs> what, what's your opinion? Like you, you're more than happy for Durant to leave after the season, right? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say happy, uh, but I would, I, it's complicated because part of me does just want to go back to rooting for a normal basketball team. But but you, you wouldn't know be, you mean? wouldn't be normal. But yeah, I don't think you know you wouldn't be right. you wouldn't be as criticized. I feel like you I feel like the Warriors are weirdly unfairly criticized. I've always been like I don't know why we're so mad at the super team that built through the draft, mm-hmm. you know, like they won 73 games with a the team they drafted. Right. So I don't know why we're so mad at them just cuz you know, I mean, it wasn't great, but it was obviously a weird coincidence. The salary cap jumped. Other teams made mm-hmm. dumb moves, uh, and, it, and it worked out that, that Durant came. So I'm, I'm not, like, crazy mad about it. Uh, yeah, the salary cap jump thing is a little – people overrate that, though, I think, too. Because well, that's the I only think, way Durant could have come. Uh, I think they would have traded Bogut, Barnes, and Iguodala to sign him anyway. Okay. Um. But that's just me because they were planning on him because he opted out early and all of those contracts went off the books the next summer, which is when they thought he was going to be a free agent. And they were planning on signing him then. Um, It had been a thing they had been working on for a long time is all I'm saying. Fair, fair, fair. Um, So they they played their hand correctly. Why is everyone so mad? Anyway, uh, yeah, but it's also exhausting <laughs> sure. The Kevin Durant experience is just kind of exhausting. Yeah. Uh, between the uh, Bill Simmons podcasts and the um, salad eating. Yeah, it just. And just like the, you know, the like being in the burner accounts, being in uh, like children's DMs, telling them to like uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> telling them to go F themselves or whatever. It's just like it's been trying. And also. Up until this year, like, I think I said this on your podcast last year where part <laughs> of me, I could feel myself becoming like a Kobe Bryant style Laker fan, but for Steph Curry, where <laughs> right. it was like I was more of a Steph Curry fan than a Warrior fan because right. it yeah, felt yeah, yeah. like Durant kind of gets the credit Steph should be getting, it felt like. But I don't know. At this point now, I'm just kind of like I'm in it for the ride. I do think. It's Knicks or Warriors. I think it's down to just that. Because from a PR standpoint, those the Knicks are the only place that makes sense. Where it's like, I can save this 
dog this dog shit franchise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but you, I don't know. Yeah, but so so you're you you're ha- you would be okay with him leaving because I mean the Warriors yeah. would still be incredible, and then you wouldn't have to deal with the uh, the, the Durant circus. Exactly, I would be okay with him leaving. I would also be okay with him staying because it feels like. Things have settled a bit. I want him. To, I want him to go just just for the entertainment. Yeah. Just we gotta get the next next little I'd be better. fine with that. <laughs> uh, final final topic to wrap up. We we can't podcast without mentioning the blockbuster trade, which uh, shook up you know Super Bowl Sunday. Rodney Not Hood for Wade people. Baldwin. Here's my question for you, Keith, a uh-huh. Memphis Grizzlies fan. Yeah. Uh, Dave Yeager. Oh yeah. Was he obsessed with Rodney Hood? He uh, he's still obsessed. He's he's built a house for Rodney Hood. Um, that was a, 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 a room on his house for Rodney Hood. Yeah. You think he's mad? His team once again passed on the opportunity to uh, acquire Rodney Hood. I think he's a little he's a little mad, but he understands that he already has a Buddy Healed and a Bogdan Bogdanovich. and just not enough room for another uh, slightly uh, undersized shooting guard. I do, I do like that. It's like it's like a Grizzlies dream cast off Wade Baldwin and Rodney Hood and the Cavs are going to have to cut Kobe Simmons, uh, once Grizzlies two way player for uh, for to keep Wade Baldwin. Oh, a lot of people when they shoot a basket they yell Kobe. They mean Kobe Bryant, but when yeah, I yeah. do it, I mean Kobe Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not great. I don't know. Does this move the needle for the the Trailblazers who need Absolutely to make Absolutely not. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. Like, I, oh, they got rid of Nick Stauskas. I mean, I guess that's good. Anytime right. you can get rid of Nick Stauskas, that's <laughs> always a positive. <laughs> I li- I li- I like that another NBA franchise traded two future second round picks to not move the needle as well as a Grizzlies fan. So that 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 at least I'm like, oh, cool. Trailblazers did it too. Fine. <laughs> doesn't doesn't look as bad for I us. I mean, what I will say about Ronnie Hood is he does kind of fit the profile of weird guys Terry Stotts gets a, like makes useful again. He's basically like a like a guard Maurice Harkless, you know what I mean? Doesn't he have really doesn't he have like longer or he, he has a wingspan deficiency? Isn't he like one of three he guys has very in the short arm. <laughs> yeah. th- I don't know if he actually does, but I think he might be. He's close to having a shorter wingspan than uh, than his height. Which so is does Blake Griffin, though. Yeah. So that worked out for him. <laughs> anyway, uh, Joey, I got to wrap up. You got to get to. Hey, your... there's one thing you didn't oh, ask me. What's that, Joey? What did I eat for breakfast? Oh my gosh! Wow, uh, we would we would have had angry five listeners. Uh, who would, uh, and the answer is a Red Bull. You went, <laughs> you went, you went to the Seven Eleven, got that Red Bull. Mm-hmm. That's a it's a perfect breakfast. I do apologize for not uh, for not asking you. No problem. I just didn't want your listeners to be mad. It's good. They're uh, they're they're only mad when I forget about breakfast and when we have Matt Moore on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Joey, tell people about the Round Ball Rock podcast, uh, uh, and then I'll hang yeah, up. Yeah, you should. Subscribe to my funny NBA podcast, uh, Round Ball Rock. Uh, I host it with Sean Keen. Also, if you're a fan of Dunked On or not a fan of Dunked On with Danny LaRue and uh, Nate Duncan, uh, we released an album. We do these char- We do a fake Dunked On called Slammed Up with Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. And we released an album that is available for 
whatever you want to pay us at roundballrock.bandcamp.com. So yeah, check check, check it out. Pretty funny. Actually. I have a I I have I have downloaded. I'm th- in the vein of slam of slammed up. I'm thinking mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'm going to do my own parody show. It's just going to be called Locked On Ads. <laughs> I'm just going to read ads. I'm just going to release just ads, and it's going to be called. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. I mean, like locked. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just gonna call it locked on ads. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see any any problem there. There's no uh, no no, co- no infringement. No, locked is a word. Locked is a word. Well, I'm gonna yeah. lowercase the L. That's what I'm gonna do. Thank you you, you <laughs> should uppercase the K though. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Joey, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, thanks, Keith. Look forward to talking with you again soon. All right, thanks to Joey for coming on. Uh, as we always say, if you like Fast Break Breakfast, you will love Round Ball Rock, one of my favorite NBA podcasts. If you want to support our show, you do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Another month of pickle, pick'em, will be starting. Um, so if you want to join the Patreon at $3 a month, you can get in with that. The monthly winner of picking the NBA games against the spread will get a prize so that's fun to do. We always have a lot of fun trying to pick those games against the spread uh, and see if you can beat all the hosts, which is usually John, uh, who is the best of us picking. Although I tied him last month. John hasn't won in several months. He's feeling very bad about it. But uh, the number of contestants has grown and grown. So it's kind of hard. Anyway, uh, support our show, patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. You can follow me on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being GNG. Fast break, break, man. You understand? SeatGeek saves you time and saves you money. Two of the more important commodities in our lives these days. They aggregate ticket selling sites together, so you don't have to go to eight sites and then oh i'm gonna look at the ninth one now because i'm not quite sure i was totally that way of course and then they also rank every ticket based on value so you look at the section you want to sit in find that big green dot the darker green the better you'll you'll start to experience just endorphins when you see that green dot and know that you're getting an awesome deal on the ticket i used seek geek to go to a bucks wizards game got awesome seats there for my uh, fiance and me so the way to get started with them, download the SeatGeek app and enter that familiar promo code Fast Break Break by using that code to get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's promo code Fast Break Break for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Let them know that you came from us. Fast Break Break. John is an asshole. Fast Break Break. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 